Well, hello uh, from uh, St. George, Utah, for their our uh, Liberty um, Museum. It's going to be a great day here. Let me tell you about Good Ranchers. Fourth uh, of July is right around the corner, and they have Independence Day deals like crazy from now until the 4th at Good Ranchers. Every single day, Good Ranchers is going to be offering the best deals so you can have freedom from the meat idol. Uh, aisle. This is their big Independence Day sale. You're you're not going to want to miss out on this. You're going to get uh, great quality beef, chicken, seafood raised here in America by American farmers and ranchers. Uh, and forget the line at the uh, grocery store. Forget the price at the grocery store. Lock your price in right now. Uh, and you can do that by going to GoodRanchers.com. That's GoodRanchers.com. Get the amazing deals that are offered and $30 off your order by using the promo code uh, GLEN. That's GoodRanchers.com. Promo code GLEN for American meat delivered. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to Monday and the Glenn Beck Program. Holy cow, do we have a lot to talk about? We have Russia and a possible coup? Not so fast. We'll tell you all about that. Also, uh, the uh, trans thing is getting a little out of control at some of the gay pride parades uh, that were happening around the country and so much more we'll deal with. Oh, and let's not forget the update on Camp David and Hunter and Joe Biden. Kind of an interesting development there. We'll do all of it on today's broadcast. We begin in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about Julie. She wrote in about her uh, husband's experience uh, with Relief Factor. She said, I ordered Relief Factor uh, for my husband, and he couldn't be happier. He hasn't had the stiffness in his um, in his lower back or the pain that he had. He has suffered for years with this. I'm only sorry we didn't order it sooner. What a great product. Thank you, Relief Factor. Julie, thank you, and thank you for writing in, and I'm so glad that your husband is feeling better. Uh, I will tell you that I've, I've been running 18 hour days since uh, Friday and uh, I have uh, I've had a lot of back pain, a lot of back pain being on the the concrete floors here where we're doing this museum, setting it up, getting it ready. And uh, there have been two things that have saved me. And that is well, three lidocaine patches. They're got they're a gift from God. Um, the relief factor because of the inflammation. And believe it or not, my slippers. But that's another commercial some other time. Get out of pain right now. Get Reduce that information. It can work for you. Three-week quick start. Now, 1995. ReliefFactor.com. All right. Hello, Stu. 
Hey, Glenn. Welcome to, oh, well, he walked away. Hey, how are you, man? Good. I can tell you've been doing 18-hour days because you said reduce the information instead of reduce the inflammation. <laughs> so, Well, it doesn't reduce the information unless you're me. Right. <laughs> and uh, then it's greatly reduced, mm-hmm. greatly reduced. No, that's actually uh, like Percocet or something. That's like, and it reduces the information. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't really care all that much. Um, all right, so it, probably the biggest news of the weekend is a possible coup in Russia. <laughs> oh, man, and I was so happy to see that we were all very excited about it, uh, you know, because there'd be nothing better than overthrowing Putin and putting the guy from the Wagner group in. Holy mother, are you out of your mind? Yeah, don't worry. No, the world is going to be much, much safer. Look, since we got rid of Donald Trump, the world is safer. I think we can all agree. Um, We get to dust off those nukes, but that's really all we're doing. You know, I mean, we paid a lot for those nukes. And before they go bad and they're not useful anymore, let's get some money out of those things. It's true. A weapon unused is a useless weapon. Exactly. Amen, brother. Mm-hmm. Amen. Now, I don't want to nuke Russia, but I mean, I think as a responsible taxpayer, don't you think we have to? So anyway, so we have Joe Biden. So we're not closer to nuclear war. Uh, the entire world respects us so much more now. The economy is roaring. And I think we all agree we're on the right track. So that's good. Now, if we could just overthrow Putin probably be verifiably involved in it. And I only say verifiably because whether we were involved or not, you know, Biden's going to come out and say, yeah, the CIA, we were working on that all weekend. We've been working on we for weeks with the Wagner group. Uh, did he just say that out loud? That's so, not. A, that's, here we go. You don't. You're not necessarily accusing us of being involved with the Wagner Group overthrowing the Russian government, are you? Oh no, I'm kidding. Hmm. No joke. No joke. Oh, okay, good. If you say no joke, anyway. then it's definitely no, no joke. no joke. I'm kidding. No joke. No joke. Okay. See. Mm-hmm. So I think we all know what I mean. Anyway. Um, so the, of the things that are happening in Russia, everything began on Friday. Let me give you a recap. Everything began on Friday after the head of Russia's private military contractor. So this is like, you know, I always get them. Is it black, black water, water, black rock, black, black water. stone? Yeah. Can we stop with naming things black BLM? You know, let, mm-hmm. can we stop with it? I don't. Yeah, no more stones, no more black, because I can't keep them, at least when it comes to investing and military. (laughs) I don't know what they are anymore. So anyway, Blackwater. Um, Blackwater, uh, this is their country's Blackwater. And imagine, who was ahead of that? Was that Eric Prince at one point? Yeah. Okay, so that'd be like Eric Prince, you know, fomenting revolution and trying to overthrow the United States government, except, I mean, if Eric Prince did it, would it be, would it be that bad? Yes. Yes, Glenn, it would be that bad. Of course, not as bad as the guy from the Wagner group. These are 
killers, just killers, vicious, vicious killers. Um, And the Wagner group accused the top brass in the Russian military of attacking his troops with an airstrike. So we call that friendly fire. He called for a coup. Um, And he moved quickly. They took two Russian cities. One of the cities was the home to the Russian military southern headquarters. So it'd be like taking Florida. Um, That's not good. That's not good. You want to take New York, you can take it. But let's leave Florida alone. Um, He moved really, really quickly. Then he announced that he would begin marching to Moscow. So it was an interesting Saturday. I was, I got up, I started listening to the news and I'm like, huh, this is going to be interesting to see how it all works out. Um, Of course, I didn't predict the way it did. So anyway, he said he was going to march to Ross, uh, to Moscow. uh, And they were within 124 miles of Russia's capital. And he said, all of us, all of us are ready to die. All 25,000 and another 25,000. So they were ready to die. So that kind of sounds like I'm pretty committed. Don't you think, Stu? Yeah. Usually I when mean, you pledge your life, your honor, your sacred your sacred honor, your fortune, your life, all of that, you usually are going to go through with it, <laughs> especially with Vladimir Putin yeah, at I the think, helm of your opposition. Yeah. And I, I think with Vladimir Putin ahead of the operation, and we're talking the Wagner group, we can leave sacred honor out of there. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, you're just pledging your life and your fortune. Okay. That's really all you're <laughs> sure. doing. So, <laughs> they're mostly prisoners uh, and, and such. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, I'm... I was doing life in prison for killing beaches. And uh, what? Now I'm running Kiev. <laughs> so uh, so the, uh, he says we're going to march. They were within 124 miles of, the, uh, of Moscow. All of us are ready to die. Things were getting a little real. Every media outlet in the West was declaring a coup was about to topple uh, Putin. Really not a good thing. And then all of a sudden, it's over. Now, Putin's generally a very forgiving guy. (laughs) You know, if anybody thinks that uh, Donald Trump has a long memory of people who stab him in the back or don't like him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's got a goldfish memory compared to uh, Putin. Putin tends to kill people that disagree with him. I'm sorry. Putin tends to have a lot of former friends fall from rooftops in bizarre accidents. Um, So he declared the coup he was about to topple everybody was like yay and then the the uh uh president of um belarus brokers a deal and says hey we'll take him over here wait wait what isn't belarus is a is a satellite i mean it's Not a wholly owned subsidiary of Putin, Inc., but it's as close as you can get. It's a franchise, okay? Um, And uh, they brokered a deal, 
and offered the Wagner leader sanctuary in uh, in Belarus. And um, then all the fighters that were willing to die, like just a few minutes ago, signed contracts with the military in Russia. And they're like, hey, we love you guys. What? We want to we want to join the army. Wait, what just happened? Now, I don't think anyone except maybe Putin and the guy who's in charge of the Wagner group, you know, maybe last week saw an outcome like this in the offing. Or, I don't know, planners at the CIA. I don't know who saw this one coming, but this stinks to high heaven. And it gave me hope that we weren't involved at all. At first, when I heard about a coup, I thought, oh, dear God, please, please don't let us be involved in that. And I'm riding the elevators uh, with some uh, with some former military guys. And they all just I said, please, please, let's not be involved in that. And they all laughed and then looked at me. And uh, my Scottish friend said, you do know that's what the CIA does almost full time, right? And I'm like, I know, but please don't tell me that on this particular case. They have nuclear weapons, and Putin tends to do things that we all think are nuts. So uh, I really thought we would find out, or that Joe Biden would just go, eh, pudding, and I planned a coup. Um, and take credit for it, which would be horrific for everybody involved. However, let's think this out. The leader of, of Wagner has been a close Putin ally for years. He's even, his nickname is Putin's chef. Huh. Now, why is he Putin's chef? Because his company uh, got... Um, multiple catering contracts for schools and the government. Um, he is from St. Petersburg, just like Putin is from. Uh, and it's where both of them have their power base is in St. Petersburg. Now, that is not the power base for the top brass in the military. They stick to Moscow. So over the past few months, the Wagner Group has been involved with the heaviest fighting in the battlefield. These are the guys that have done all of the real heavy lifting over there. In the past, they've been Putin's main force, what he wants, some level of deniability. Oh, is, is Wagner Group doing stuff bad again? Oh, let me just, bad Wagner Group, okay? When he wants people to go do things that, you know, he wants to then say, oh, my God, were they out of line? So they've had uh, a nice little cozy relationship. They were also heavily involved in the seizing of Crimea in 2014, also involved in Syria and North Africa. It's almost like Putin has his own little army with the Wagner group. And then the top military brass in Moscow has their own private military group. Okay, let me explain this in greater detail. It's one of those things that make you go, hmm. 
in 60 seconds. When we lose one of our service members or first responders, the tragedy doesn't end on that day, especially for their families. Who's there to pick them up? Who's there to pick up the pieces? Who's there to tell the family, take a deep breath. We're going to take care of you for a while here, and we're going to take some of these burdens off of you so you can concentrate on the family. That would be Tunnel to Towers and you. When veterans who served our country end up living on the streets, who reaches out with a hand of help? Tunnel to Towers because of you. This foundation's in-the-line-of-duty programs, the Gold Star, Fallen First Responders, Smart Home, Veterans Homelessness Programs, are all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. And their Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance all across America. They host over 80 runs, walks, climbs per year, half a dozen golf outings, barbecues. They also work to educate kids of all ages who want to help our nation never forget what happened on that day. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers Foundation goes to its programs. That is a plus. Check them out for yourself and then get involved. If you care about our veterans, I mean, not, I don't want to say you don't care about our veterans if you don't donate. I want to say if, you, if that's one of your passions, get involved. Never forget the sacrifices of our greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers. That's T2T.org. Tunnel to Towers, T, the number 2T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so Putin's top brass, if you will, would be the equivalent of our Secretary of Defense and the Joint, Chiefs of, uh, Joint Chief of Staffs. Joint Chief of Staff. Um, and they have really been on the receiving end of uh, the Wagner Group and his leader's wrath recently. Um, for the past couple of months, they have, he has been irate with the Russian military leaders. Uh, during an interview, um, he just trashed them. He accused them of withholding ammunition, failing on the battlefield, and then covering up everything that they reported to Putin. So Putin's not the enemy here to the Wagner group. The military brass is. So why was this guy let off with a slap on the wrist after insurrection? Has Putin lost that much power or is something else going on? Now, it's also being reported that U.S. intelligence agencies knew in June that this was going to happen. Could we keep some secrets that probably should be kept? And then not keep secrets on things that Americans should know. I, I, I think the agency has not just lost its way. I think our intelligence agencies don't understand who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. You know, good guys, American people. Bad guys, Russia. Let's not tell the bad guys what we know or what we're doing. What do you say? Let's tell the American people what we know and what we're doing. My gosh. 
So uh, the Washington Post, citing unnamed U.S. officials, of course, stated the Wagner leader warned the White House that this might happen. Hang on. The White House has communications with this guy? Why? He's a, he's a stooge for Putin. Now, if this were a real coup attempt and you wanted to keep it absolutely secret, don't tell the United States government. What are you, nuts? So here's the thing. I think the head of the Wagner group wanted a media circus, not a coup. He wanted the two people that have been undermining Putin, his buddy, to be called out on the world stage. He wants them to be embarrassed. Now, it's reported that the deal may have been struck to oust the Russian defense minister and the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Wow, so the Moscow boys get punished and the St. Petersburg kings win the day. Hmm. It almost sounds like this was great for Putin. By the way, he also looks tough. And guess who's coming up for an election? <clears throat> hmm. I think this is the most plausible explanation, in my opinion. I don't know if anybody else is saying anything like that. What do I know? But I have a lot of really good researchers and, uh, and military people around me. And that seems to be the most logical. Uh, it also reveals the, system, the systemic rot that is spreading through Russia right now. This is what happens when you're losing a war. And after you've built your army as a political arm of the regime, rather than a military capable of defense and winning wars. Any way you look at it, Russia and Putin are in trouble because this is a political military. By the way, military is a political tool for the regime. Sounds more and more familiar. Our defense secretary stood down the entire military to root out the white supremacist and Christian nationalist three years, two years ago. You think he did that with the safety and security in mind? How about all the tweets from the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, Space Force, all making Pride Month posts? Our military has become a political machine. I don't remember seeing the head of all of our military branches talking about anti-abortion policies with Reagan. Why? Because Beck that's program. political. As a young woman... Uh, Ivy wrote out a life plan, stated her goals for spiritual growth and physical health, as well as her investment in the idea of impacting others, her family and those she worked with. She needed grace on a daily basis. She achieved those goals for herself and her family, and now she leads other women in doing the same, developing life plans and setting goals and, by God's grace, achieving them. Oh, and one other small detail. She's also a real estate agent who works with my team at realestateagentsitrust.com. We started realestateagentsitrust.com several years ago to help pair you with agents just like Ivy, people who are really, really good at their job, but who also are like you, care about their family, care about their country and community, the kind of person I'd trust in a handshake deal. Recognize them for the quality of being a human being and as an agent. It's realestateagentsitrust.com.
realestateagentsitrust.com. realestateagentsitrust.com. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you want to subscribe to Blaze TV, just use the promo code Glenn and save. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here and we welcome Mr. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, heard every day on The Blaze before this program. I was listening to you as I was getting ready this morning and you were, Pat, you were en fuego, as I like to say, you know, uh, on the streets where I grew up. Thank you. Yes. En en fuego. You were on fire. I mean, and nobody knows the streets better than Glenn Beck. You well, know, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for recognizing it. I had a, yeah. you know, I had a rough upbringing. I, and, I know. Uh, conquered, a, conquered a lot. Conquered a lot. So <laughs> thank you very much. So, yeah, congratulations. So anyway, uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, so, Pat. Yes. Your take on this Russia thing, and I'd like to hear yours as well, Stu. I don't want to hear Stu, so okay. I'm, I'm going to plug my ears. I don't want to hear portion. Pat, so I'll, okay. I'll plug I didn't really ears. want to hear it either, <laughs> <Okay>. so... <laughs> Uh, I, it's so bizarre because, uh, if that was an insurrection, they did it really poorly. There was a (laughs) very poor insurrection. Well, wait, 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 Mm wait. In some ways it was a very poor one. However, they did march 400 miles. Yeah. Uh, and take over a, a large section of Russia. And I mean, if you can do that. Yeah, with no res- little to no uh, I resistance, mean, right? Uh, I, yeah, they didn't you know, fire like a shot. Mu- they didn't fire Belarus a shot. Belarus must to- be going. Wait, hang on. We can <laughs> wait. Wait, what happened? Let's <laughs> take them. <laughs> I guess the fight for Rostov on Don uh, was really anticlimactic. But um, uh, the the then the march to to Moscow was kind of strange, as it stopped 120, 120 miles before they got there. So uh, it, it's hard to understand exactly what was going on there. Um, these two guys, these two guys, possible were best friends just yeah. a short while ago. Uh, Putin and and Prigozhin. Oh, we're just gonna play that game next. Who talks? We lost you. You lost me. Oh. Did we? There we go. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. Sorry. No. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just saying, just a short time ago, uh, Putin and uh, Prigozhin were, were best friends. Besties. And and then he started, and then Prigozhin started bad-mouthing the war effort, and I think that caused a little bit of a rift, but to try to overthrow the government, that's a pretty big rift. Uh, yeah, like the, the Russian, the Putin system here right, of control is not the normal one where you have like overwhelming support of your institutions. It's right. like I've got a bunch right. of friends who are really rich, powerful and mean, and they're spread across <laughs> a bunch of really important <laughs> sections of the country. And you realize how weak that is when one of them decides he's no longer your bestie. Right. Right. Like, yes. I, I mean, I, I was fascinated by the idea that he could go. And march twenty thousand, twenty five thousand troops, four hundred miles mm-hmm. with no real resistance. He yeah. says he shot Weird. down a few helicopters, I while, think five uh, or six, yeah, right? on the way, and that was yeah. kind of it. Yeah, like how is that? It shows how weak he may be inside of that country, and you wonder if uh, you know, yeah. this because you know, Putin's whole control is is basically this idea that you know 
he is this guy that goes and kills you if you stand up to him at all, right? right. You, He's yeah. going to poison you. He's going to throw you off a roof, whatever. And, like, mm-hmm. for a guy to march 25,000 troops 400 miles inside mm-hmm. the country, and his reaction to that is, ah, you guys you are good. Go to Belarus. You're good. Go to Belarus. Yeah. Uh, we're all set here. Don't worry. No charges. Everything's been dropped. Everything's fine. That is That is a major crack. Yeah. I think it, this has shown a couple of things over the last year and four or five months and that's russia is not who we thought they were uh power wise militarily and b maybe vladimir putin's not who we thought he was mm. either because he looks a lot weaker now he does and i you so, know as far the, as the wagner or, or, or wagner i like every other news source calls it wagner or wagner so i don't know which one mm-hmm. i'm supposed to go with but we'll go with wagner for the moment the wagner group uh, the head here he's a guy who was putin's buddy he did all sorts of shady stuff around the world, you know, going into various countries, doing his stuff. But he also developed a really sweet lifestyle yep. where he had yeah. tons and tons of money from co- corrupt contracts and, yeah, and, and stuff all over the world. Now he's been put into this war where he's going in and invading cities and getting caught in hand-to-hand mm. combat and is people being killed all over the place. And he can't do any of that stuff. He can't live... The lifestyle mm-hmm. he was promised for all the shady stuff he's doing, and so one of the one of the thoughts I think here is that he does this, he co- kind of orchestrates this, takes this deal because this allows him to return mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. sweet existence he had beforehand. So may I take you to the Godfather Three? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you want to take us to the worst Godfather. Yes, go ahead, please do it. <laughs> right. Well. This is the one where Michael Corleone wants to go straight. Now, I'm not suggesting any of them want to go straight, um, but he wants to go legitimate. And so he's like, look, let's, you know, just as I got it, was getting out, they pull me back in. I, I don't think that Putin could survive like Michael Corleone just couldn't survive if you show that much weakness. Mm-hmm. I that that's why I mm-hmm. think that this is this sends a different message. I think to the oligarchs, and that is this my opinion, but uh, that we can get rid of the people I want to get rid of the oligarchs who are the Secretary of Defense and and uh, you know head of the war and all of that. Putin, I think, wanted them gone because his friend said, you know why this is going poorly? Because these guys are weak and get rid of them. But they were big, powerful oligarchs and he didn't want to be seen, you know, shooting them in the head or anything else. And it'll tell us an awful lot if you Mm -hmm. see those guys replaced quickly. (laughs) Yeah. If otherwise he's Michael Corleone or actually he's his father. Uh, who, you know, is killed. You look, you look weak. Right. Bye-bye. And I, th- I think right now, if uh, Yevgeny Prigozhin, the head of uh, Wagner or Wagner, whichever you prefer. Okay, if, can we just settle this? It's, 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 it's in America. Uh-huh. It is Wagner. <laughs> yes, in Russia, it's Wagner. <laughs> We're not Russian, uh-huh. so it's the Wagner group. <laughs> right. So the head of the Wagner group... Uh, 
Prigozhin, if he doesn't fall out of a window from about 30 stories high uh-huh. in the next week, uh-huh. that shows how uh-huh. weak Vladimir Putin is right now. You should not go through near or, any windows right. for any reason. Right. No rooftops. I no wouldn't rooftops. even go into an elevator. Don't get on or a balcony. A helicopter. No. <laughs> no. Don't, None of that. No, not near an open window, even on the first floor. <laughs> um, but it, I don't think it shows how weak. I think it it could show how weak he is, but it could also show this was a deal. There's no way Putin mm. doesn't assassinate someone like this. Right. I mean, who is the guy they were just trying to kill in Virginia? Did uh, you hear about that? There was uh, yeah. There was there was a guy who defected or, mm. or you know, was an oligarch or whatever, came over to America and has been saying nasty things about Putin. I can't remember the whole story. But Putin was threatening to kill him here in the United States. Yeah. And apparently they were, were going to try A guy to we don't that. even know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Come and, on. And wasn't it, I, I think they said it was the first time the Russians have tried this uh, on American soil. And so it set a really dangerous precedent for, for uh, the, the incident. And it looks like uh, the Russians are more willing to reach out and kill anybody who disagrees with this war. I don't think this was the first time. You remember when we were at CNN, Stu, and there was a guy, uh, I think it was in Virginia, that they they really suspected that Putin had done it. It was right around the time when that guy got the polonium... 212 or whatever that was Mm -hmm. do you remember yeah in england Mm -hmm. it was right around that time that um and this was the time when our government didn't say everything out loud (laughs) but there was strong suspicion that uh vladimir putin had executed that guy Mm. on american soil i I want to expand on your point there glenn i would I'm never I've never been in this position before, but I am rooting for more government secrecy. Can you please shut up? Can you please stop telling everyone in the world everything that we're doing? Stop. Why am I reading about every little move that we've made across the world in no, so, the Washington so, Post and the New York Times? Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't want to know every weapon you're sending there if you're going to do it. But wait, I don't want to know. Look at what they look at what they're doing. You're exactly right, except. They are keeping all of the things they're doing internally, which they shouldn't be doing. They're Mm -hmm. keeping those things secret from the American people. It Mm -hmm. is honestly that it's like they are treating us as they should be treating Russia and treating uh, Russia Mm -hmm. like us. They're like, you know, Mm -hmm. we're the enemy here. Yeah, Uh, it's a a, uh, focused uh, secrecy. The things they're keeping secret, they shouldn't be keeping secret. But some of the stuff they're doing internationally, we keep reading about in the papers over and over and over again. It's like, that's the stuff you're you're supposed to say in your quiet voice. Like, I I (laughs) I know, I know. But I think this is, again, a sign that the world is completely upside down and inside out. Remember, I said what you thought you was solid will be liquid. What was up will be down. This is consistent with that. What they're saying about our our foreign uh, entanglements, they should never. They would have never said that before. Mm-hmm. And if they got caught doing something here in the United States, they absolutely would be squealing like a pig right now. 
it's upside down and inside out. All right. Thank you very much, Pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. You can hear him on Blaze TV or wherever. It's my Patriot Supply. According to the USDA, a ton, a ton of uh, our annually planted crops in the breadbasket states are not going to be harvested this season due to extreme weather conditions and and a worldwide fertilizer shortage. I know that we're down one crop this season. Myself, we grow alfalfa for the cows. We're going to be down one one crop because the weather was so cold um, this summer. There's all kinds of problems going on, and then there are the problems of the federal government. I mean, if you when you heard the Russia thing this weekend, if you didn't think, oh my gosh, we could be at war. On Monday, you're fooling yourself. If this would have gone differently, we could have been at war on Monday. Um, Please be prepared for any eventuality. May I suggest you go to My Patriot Supply right now? They have huge discounts uh, going on right now. My Patriot Supply, save big on the four week emergency food kit that you need for every member of your family. Each kit is packed with delicious, energy-boosting breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, something that everybody's going to love. And just so you know, buy one a month. You don't have to buy all four. Buy one a month. Break it down bite-size. Sorry. All you have to do is go to MyPatriotSupply.com. You get massive savings before the deadline, before, you know, I place my next order, okay, because... I don't know if they'll have any left after I place. I eat a lot. MyPatriotSupply.com. Go there now. Use my name, Glenn. MyPatriotSupply.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenbeck program. By the way, I don't know if you got the podcast yesterday. Normally, we don't release a podcast uh, on Sundays, but it's the only day we can fit it into our feed. So uh, we released a new podcast, and this is really important that if you're into history, you review and rate because this is a pilot, and we we want to make some changes on things um, to it, so we would like to, like to hear your view on it, but also we want you to listen to it um, and tell us what you think, because we're not sure um, if it's helpful to you, quite honestly. If it's something that you like, um, we're going to continue, and they're going to be in four to six episode seasons Um, And this one's all about how we got to be a society that listens to the experts. How is it, you know, well, when you when you bash me, you're really bashing science. What? What are you talking about? And so the first episode takes us back to the turn of the century where science and experts started to mix, even if it wasn't science. Uh, and how that led to where we are now. Uh, And we will take you from 100 years ago, where it really started with the progressive era, 
to today and show you why people wait now. Well, I don't want to do that. I mean, what do the experts say? And tell me, when it comes to government, how many times have the experts been right? Sincerely. When were they like? Were they right about Afghanistan? Were they right about inflation? Were they right about money printing? Were they uh, were they right about um, they're going to this this administration is going to be a stabilizing force in the world? Where have they been right? I can't think of a place. Uh, so maybe we should start trusting our own guts. That this is the key. Everyone that I know says it's really not this hard. This is so screwed up. It's really not this hard. And I think Republicans and Democrats know that. The experts are part of a, are a big part of the problem, quite honestly. We should start listening to experts and then debate those experts and then go with our gut after we've done our homework. This is a podcast came out yesterday, Honest History podcast on experts. It came out yesterday. Grab it. If you haven't listened to it, please rate and review so we know what you think about it and how we can improve it. And if we should pick it up uh, as a series uh, online, it's up to you. Your call on that back from St. George, Utah in just a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about um, the uh, Independence Day celebration that uh, American Giant is doing in their way. They've made a uh, limited edition T-shirt that says um, Made in America. They're great. They're red, white, and blue. Um, made perfect for the uh, Independence Day holiday, July 4th. So you can get yours right now. It's a day to celebrate the brave men and women who declared independence, uh, knowing that it could be one of the last things that they, they did in their life. Um, last night, I was all alone in the museum here in St. George, and I, I spent some time with the Declaration of Independence. We have a 1823 stone copy of the Declaration. It's amazing. Just, just so amazing. Celebrate America. American made across the chest. You can get it now and have it in time for the holiday. Limited edition just for this uh, just for this um, uh, listener uh, and for this audience. American made at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. America and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Should we talk about the LGBTQ parades that were so lovely over the weekend and what our head what what our uh, our 
our country is really headed towards? Or what is our country really headed towards with the latest from Joe and Hunter Biden? We'll make that choice and take you with us. Where where do we begin? Where do we begin in 60 seconds? First, let me tell you about American financing. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but the economy kind of stinks and people are running short on cash and mortgage rates are going through the roof. That's what they say. Well, mortgage rates historically are not going through the roof, uh, but I think they might. Uh, they might. They're going to keep raising that interest rate. Why? To cripple you while they don't do anything for inflation because the Fed just keeps printing more money. Credit card rates are averaging now in the 20% range. And if you're making a minimum payment on that on your credit card every month, none of none or hardly any are going is going to principal so you're not going to have an easy time getting out from underneath those things and if you're short cash uh, you can maybe save seven hundred dollars a month that's the average of the people who are doing business with american financing right now they're saving about seven hundred dollars a month and they're paying those credit cards off uh, with a consolidation loan get your interest rate much much lower no obligation Get a savings review right now at AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net or call them right now, 800-906-2440. That's 800-906-2440. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, I don't know where to begin. Let me let me let me start with this. First of all, Saturday was um, the the one year anniversary of Roe versus Wade being overturned. Now, do we have the audio of Kamala Harris talking about this? Because she went she went out and was talking about the overturning of Roe versus Wade. And when that woman opens her mouth, oh my gosh! I mean, it's like. It's like every imbecile in the world stands up and says, at least I'm not her. (laughs) Listen to her. And I think on this issue, it's really important to also just remember, you don't have to abandon your faith or your deeply held beliefs to agree that the government should not be telling a woman what to do. (laughs) Well, I mean, unless... You believe in the commandment, thou shalt not murder. Okay? Now, you do have to believe that abortion is murder. If you don't believe abortion is murder, if you believe it's a clump of cells, have at it. Have at it. What are you listening to that God thing for? You get, I guess you could say, you know, when you have that tumor that's full of cancer or pus removed, you don't have to abandon your faith. Nope, you don't. You don't. However, when that tumor has bones, hearts, lungs, liver, kidneys, stomach, brain, eyes, ears, and is breathing, um, I think you have to deal with your faith on that one. I think so, because that falls into the murder thing. It gets a little now, difficult to stand back and over and over again 
deny these things because I mean her based on her <laughs> argument there she could very easily say that murder itself should not be illegal from the government you can have your whole closely held beliefs about murder you might have some religious beliefs about murder sure you might think it's bad maybe you believe thou shalt not kill or something but you know even if you hold on to that belief you don't need the government to have an opinion on it. They, they should just stand back out of the way and let people do what they do and you let your faith be your own. And how consistent is that with uh, the policies of this administration? Murder is way up um, <laughs> because they're reimagining the police and in their imagination, the police don't do anything about murder. So she's right. She's right. And I will tell you that um, when it comes to faith, I know this whole thing has really made me lose faith in man and this administration. Um, So I do have to deal with my faith a little bit. Good thing. I believe in a higher power and uh, not 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 so much uh, having to worry about my faith with him or her or them or cactus. He might, he's everywhere and yet nowhere. He might identify as a cactus. We don't know. Don't you judge. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, she went on to say, one year ago, the United States Supreme Court took a constitutional right away from the American people. Today, we stand with a majority of Americans who believe the right we choose to choose is fundamental. Okay, I, I don't know if you know this, but... They didn't take away that right. All right, they didn't, they didn't do that. First of all, nowhere in the Constitution is that right. Okay, I I couldn't find it. Now I I don't know where I put. What suit did I leave my Constitution in? Um, but I've I'm not a scholar, but I am a doctor man, and. Uh, I can't find any right to abortion really anywhere, anywhere. Uh, but they didn't take away that right. In fact, how do I know this? Do you did you see what is happening with abortion? The numbers, how many abortions were avoided or how far did the number drop of abortions uh, in the last 12 months from last year when it was totally constitutional to kill children? to now where they've upended the Constitution and you can't murder children. How, what, was the, what was the percentage drop? The percentage drop was a fanciful 3%. I'm sorry, what? 3%. Now, that's a number that hits you in multiple ways, I think. Because mm-hmm. the number 3% from a pro-life perspective, you might look at that and say... That doesn't feel like a lot. Mm. I really wanted it to be more than that. <laughs> and <laughs> would be. Well, that did that did creep into my mind yeah. after about the first half second. Yes, okay, good. Well, yeah. but I mean mm. to put a little bit of a of a you know, a, a different view on that. Number one, mm. um, remember a lot of these states had to pass these regulations after. So you're talking about one year a lot of these laws were not in place for the whole year. There were court challenges. There were a lot of different factors that made it so what we have right now today 
uh, is not what we had for the entire year. You probably only had this for a few months. And as the years went on, it got more restrictive uh, in a lot of these states. So there's some uh, optimism there. The other thing is we're talking about basically a million abortions a year. It's a little bit less than that. So 3% of that is is pretty freaking significant. You know, you're talking about 30, 40,000 lives uh, that were saved. Oh. And I don't know. I mean, look at the Stu, rest of our Stu. government policies. How many other policies do we have that are saving 40,000 lives? I mean, none. Um, but let me tell you this. Uh, on the flip side of that, um, you know, to put 40,000 lives a year into perspective, what was it? Fifty some thousand that are names are on the Vietnam War wall. Yeah, I mean the media should be all over this, crying this government policy is killing as many every year as the Vietnam War did in its entire history. Why aren't they saying that? Mm. Yeah, no. Why they, aren't they saying that? They're not going to say that, of course. Um, and no. you know, I, I think the number hopefully will continue to increase. Uh, I think it's a moral tragedy that people are just, you know, not even given the chance to live. But even if you don't share that view, if you have, in fact, you share the exact opposite view, this number should also hit you in a way that shows you how disingenuous the media is. They pitched this as the handmaid's tale. They pitched this mm -hmm. as all women were going to be in mm -hmm. servitude to forever to mm -hmm. all male in the patri all males in the patriarchy. You're not going to be able to control your own organs. 3% drop? I mean, a 3% drop? Is that really consistent with the coverage that this story was able to get? I mean, mm. it was basically well, pitched as if we were going back to the 17th see. century, and instead what you yeah. saw was a mild increase in travel. This is not what they said it was and i wish it i wish it My was a ban of abortion but it is not 97 percent of them unfortunately still occurred wow i gotta tell you i apologize america for what he just said <laughs> he's missing the point abortions are more costly now planned parenthood and others have put out a new new study that shows mm. abortions are fourteen hundred dollars more expensive now than they were and I got to tell you, that is, well, quite honestly, price gouging. I think Planned Parenthood should be investigated for price gouging. Now, I know it's about the airfare, but it's price gouging, none the same. And I won't have, I won't have it. I won't have it. This is a basic fundamental right, Stu. You know, at least that's what they believe. Mm. And they should be making it more affordable. Why are why is Planned Parenthood charging anything for this basic human right? Well, you know, Glenn, the fundamental human right part of this is so is so interesting because they keep saying this thing where they say the Supreme Court took away this right that existed for 50 years. How long has our mm -hmm. country been a country? Was it 50 years? I thought it was longer than that. What happened before that 50-year period? Slavery of women. <laughs> it was not a right. And so if you're fundamentally going by this idea that the Supreme Court gets to tell you when rights exist and when they do not, which seems to be our system right now, uh, it's certainly the system they embraced for the past half century. If that's true, the Supreme Court giveth and the Supreme Court taketh away. If you're not going to go based on the Constitution the way it's supposed to be, and you're going to have the Supreme Court coming in and creating brand new rights out of whole cloth, yes, you might very well lose those rights 
later on. That is how this system, as you've designed it, works. So the fact that you don't have control of the Supreme Court right now, you have to, if you are at all intellectually consistent, you have to hold the idea that the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade is just as vi- uh, viable as uh, the decision that created it, which, by the way, was also a bunch of dudes. Uh, so a bunch of dudes gave you this right that did not exist in the Constitution for the entire history of the country, and then they decided to take it away. If you want a country that's based on whims like that, you can have it. You've certainly designed it that way. But the bottom line is the Supreme Court came in and said what was true from the beginning. This right does not exist and states can sit here and they can make their own rules up. I don't like that system because they keep making up rules that mean that children aren't born all the time. But that is the system we have right now. And if you want to have that right that was created by the Supreme Court, you have to deal with it when they decide to take it away as well. Wow. Okay. Whew, the propaganda, the <laughs> the pro-life, anti-women propaganda that comes from Stu. Your Honor, I'm saying this before I'm standing in your courtroom someday. I'm not part of that kind of rhetoric. I'll tell you that right now. Mm. First, let me tell you about Car Shield. Then we're back on this. Uh, Car Shield, you don't want to have to worry about, you know, upcoming car repairs. Nobody, nobody does. Well, I shouldn't say that. Everybody does, unless you're Amish. They don't worry about car repairs. So, what do you do? I don't know. You throw your tr- your phone in the trash, get rid of all zippers uh, and buttons from your clothes and then hitch up your buggy and you don't need to worry about it or you could do car shield now one of those is extreme um you decide which but just in case you think the extreme thing is becoming amish today uh you might want to call car shield you'll be prepared for those costly repairs Car Shield. They offer affordable plans to fit every kind of budget, every single budget. They cover more parts than ever before, and you'll want them when the costly repairs are needed. So please call carshield.com slash Beck right now. Carshield.com slash Beck. Or you can just uh, call them at 800 227 6100. 800 227 6100. Save 20% on your plan by using my name. It's 800-227-6100 or carshield.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. I have to tell you, um, I did a tour before the museum was completely finished here in St. George. We've been working 18-hour days for the last three, four days. Um, I have the greatest staff on the planet, bar none. These guys and women have been working like crazy. And, uh, you know, my vision tends to be a little large at times. Uh, And, you know, we had this, we had two tractor trailers two 18-wheelers taking all of this stuff to St. George. And, you know, it was a little nerve-wracking, sure, to have all that precious cargo uh, on the back of 18-wheelers and traveling the highway. Um, But it was in good hands. There were a couple of people that uh, uh, were were transporting it. Two of our drivers (laughs) 
actually, they only usually only uh, move nuclear weapons. And that's usually what they have on the back of their uh, their their truck. And um, they said, so this is really not as nerve wracking. And I'm like, okay, okay. I think we picked the good guys. I think we got the right guys. Um, Anyway, um, so I was there and I I recorded something so you can watch it. If you're a Blaze TV subscriber, you can get a tour of the uh, uh, of the museum. It's unfinished when i recorded it it's finished and opened uh, about 20 minutes ago um here in st george and it's running here for about 10 days i think um and i left out something that i'm going to show on the wednesday night special i left out what's called the red pill room and we gave a tour last night um of that room and we gave it to some teenage girls and their parents and it was fascinating to watch because it starts with it starts with the origin of the species which is the first time racism had scientific cover because darwin science listen to the experts Science was now saying there are, you know, fitter species and there are half-baked people. You know, if you read his Descent of Man, which was the follow-up, you know, he's very clear that, you know, some people are just not, you know, just not fully baked yet. So send them back to Africa. And so when we had that, all of a sudden, we had an endorsement from science that some of these racist beliefs were right. And with evolution, wow, if man is always getting better, what can we do to speed that process up? And you get eugenics. You get eugenics because they're trying to make the perfect person, and they're also trying to weed out the undesirables that if they breed, we'll just have more of those traits. And I'm watching the girls go through this, And at certain points, they are uh, retreating. They read every single thing in that room. It was fascinating to watch them. These are kids that most likely are not necessarily, you know, thrilled when they're like, okay, crack open your history books. And they read every single word in that room. And at times, the girls would retreat and stand right behind their mom's shoulder and hang on to her arm as they they read it but it was it was quite eye-opening to see it uh it's also the room that has the roe versus wade case uh in it every receipt everything from roe's attorney um is uh is on display and some other things that really need to be seen but i'll I'll show that on Wednesday's TV show from St. George. You don't want to miss that. Um, there you'll be seeing some things that not even my staff has seen until I pulled them out of um, a box. A recently acquired, um, recently acquired, um, in, um, re- uh, um, acquired dark, dark stuff. Uh, the worst <clears throat> of man. 
and the warning that it gives us today, parallels from history are stark and bold, and we need to pay attention to them. That'll be Wednesday night, or if you're coming to our museum, you'll see it firsthand, but otherwise, see it on Blaze TV, and the first half of that is available tomorrow on Blaze TV. Don't miss it. The Glenn Beck Program. So William wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, I just cannot believe I'm not hurting anymore after using Relief Factor. I have been in pain for over 40 years, but today I am pain free. I tell all of my friends about it. Relief Factor is just great. And I wanted to thank you. William, thank you so much for writing in and giving Relief Factor a try. If you or somebody you know is in pain, uh, nonstop pain, really bad pain, give Relief Factor a try. Relief Factor, when I got here, I forgot about the altitude change, which always sets me off. I got here and I'm walking on these concrete floors for 18 hours. That first night, I thought I was going to die. Then I took Relief Factor before I went to bed. I had forgotten to bring it with me. It was packed in my suitcase. And I took it before I went to bed. I took it the next day. And I started wearing my slippers, believe it or not. And yesterday I felt fantastic. Please try Relief Factor. It reduces the inflammation. 1995, a trial pack. Try it now. 800-4-RELIEF or relieffactor.com. Commemorate the date Roe vs. Wade was overturned, the 6-24-22 merch. It's up at stewdoesmerch.com. We are living in, well, let, let, unique times. Let's leave it at that. Unique times. Boy, you know, the Chinese say, may you live in interesting times. These times are very, very interesting I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but wow, I'm interested in these times. Thank you, China. Um, you know, we're, we're learning all kinds of new things, like men can have abortions, except a reporter was out uh, from, um, I think it was the millennial, was it? Um, but anyway, they were out and they were talking to these trans people and trans activists uh, at an LBGTQ uh, event. And they were talking about how important abortion is for trans women. This well, this is what they were saying, that trans uh, women uh, will die, possibly, if they can't have an abortion. And I think what they meant was trans man, which trans men, well, a woman who says they're a trans man, right? Who's that's a yeah. woman who claims to be a man that's really a woman. Whatever yeah. the thing. This is so interesting. Yeah. Whatever the thing that whatever <laughs> word comes after trans is the thing they are saying that they are. That's how I remember it. So, so then they're a trans man. Is that so okay. a woman who says they're a man is a trans man. Yes. A man who says they are a, a woman is man. a trans woman. Right. Okay. Got it. So trans women are completely safe. 
because they're men. <laughs> However, we have to support those trans women, no way, trans men who can now have abortions because they're really women and could always have an abortion. But now it's confusing because they're men. Right, correct. So a trans right? yeah. man can absolutely, in theory, have an abortion because they are a woman. Uh, a trans woman could not have an abortion because they don't have any of the body parts needed to actually mm -hmm. have an abortion. There's, you know, there's no mm -hmm. womb mm -hmm. to evacuate that clump of cells from. Amen. Amen. And I'm glad that the... Uh, I'm glad at the protest uh, this weekend um, in Washington, D.C., the trans activist uh, was sticking up for men that need an abortion because they're actually women posing as men. And I, I think that was very clear uh, from the beginning for really all of us, honestly. Um, but we, we, you know, we have that exciting thing uh, going on. We also have um, uh, Demi Lovato. She's she's just a, a released a new pro-abortion song uh, this weekend, and I love it. May I give you some of the lyrics of mm. Swine? Oh yes, of course. Uh, we have the video. Oh, play the video. Yeah, play it. That is Come horrible. on, or am I just swine? No, I wouldn't call you a pig. Um, some might, but for entirely different re entirely different reasons. Uh, so uh, she's saying, or am I just a pig? I want to ask you, Demi, are you implying it's okay to do surgery on pigs? Um, and that pigs have a choice whether they're bacon or not. I, I don't know what that means, um, but uh, I appreciate that. It's really, it's really quite nice. Now, there was a chant also this weekend in New York from trans activists that I, I found very, very, uh, some would say unsettling. Here it is. coming for your children I, I you know i uh, that's a snappy number and uh it's a little interesting seeing that that would be grooming i just want to point that out that would be grooming um or you're kidnapping our children i don't know what that absolutely means but i can't think of a good way to interpret that now why would you be doing that 
Why would you do that? Why would you chant that in the streets? Are you looking for an actual answer? Is this or is this rhetorical? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I I mean, I think their defense would be, and again, there's not much of one, but I think their defense would be these evil right wingers are always accusing us for coming after their children and it bothers them so much that we should just come out and say it. We're not really doing it, but we're just out there to piss off those evil right wingers. Now, I don't wow, think that's a that's good such tactic. A, well, now, listen to me. <laughs> no, that's a great strategy. And that's why I feel that, you know, people who are conservative should just go to the streets and say, hey, we're here and we really are Nazis. Hey, yeah, right. we're here and we're really Nazis. Nobody would do that. No. Nobody would do that as a joke. Nobody would do that to taunt the media because that's horrible. We are not Nazis. So why would they say we're coming for our children when half the country thinks you are coming for our children? That's the worst strategy of all time. (laughs) Right. And it's particularly I I mean, when you have the media to back you up and give you a pass on it, um, you know, that's one thing. I mean, to be if you want to really give them the benefit of the doubt here, which I am not inclined to. But if you wanted to, I mean, like we used to put out. we had t-shirts and stickers that said evil incorporated uh conservative evil mm-hmm. conservative incorporated and like it was Correct. a joke in that they always called us evil conservatives so let's just embrace it now that's a little bit different than saying we're coming for your ch- <laughs> coming for your children we i mean that's a real big line there but if you wanted to really reach and find some justification i assume that's what they would say i assume they wouldn't say they're walking to a kindergarten to actually steal children but then again i don't know that i'd put it past them and you know who's really getting the brunt of this the gay community where's the gay community the gay community has uh, and i don't know this firsthand i've always just heard this from lgb Q people uh, before the T was handed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so it's such I interesting keep, times yeah. we're living I, in. I just <laughs> love it. Um, but the LGBT, no, the LGBT, no, the LGBTQ people um, have told me, and I've heard it in shows, etc., that they have a problem with the T people because it's such a different culture. Well, okay, the T people are making the LGBTQ people look crazy and dangerous. Okay, just crazy and dangerous. And I don't mean the T people. I don't mean most of the actual T people. Right. I mean the people that are running, I don't know, some sort of crazy media let's show up and we'll show them sponsored by bud light those people who are behind all of this does that does that make sense i mean in today's world that would make no sense 10 years ago but does it make sense this was just the l and the g right (laughs) it was sort of an l and the g thing for for a long time it was an lg thing and then the b sort of came out there and people were like well the b is a little bit different is it and they're like well no the lg and the b kind of hang out together after that, it got to the T and the Q and the Q and the I and the A and the two and the plus and all the things that have come since. And 
you're right. They're, they are different cultures. I, you know, I've, I've seen uh, gay comedians go off on this and they're just like, hey, we fought for a really long time to get the stuff that we got. And the T's are just coming in and they're just doing their thing and they're expecting like wide acceptance in two weeks. Like, hey, we worked really hard. It took us decades and decades and <laughs> decades to get acceptance in this culture. And and the T's are like busting in without all the work. They didn't pl- they didn't pay their dues uh, in, in this particular fight, according really? to many of the L's and the G's huh. and the B's. And so I the bet tees, you some T's would disagree with the L's and the G's. I'm sure there. I do think there is a legitimate. Um, I don't know. I mean, sort of a civil war <laughs> between the L's and the G's and the B's and then the T's. I think there's some level of. But there should really. I mean, the B's do not belong with the L's and the G's because you were born that way. B right like, uh, is like make a choice, man. Come on, make a choice. Mm-hmm. Pick one. Don't stop being so greedy. Pick one. Mm-hmm. Pick one. <laughs> That's your where is of the bees. Okay. The L's. <laughs> the yeah, G- the L's and the G's uh-huh. were the ones that were like, "We're born this way." All right, right I'm gonna. You're born that way. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you. The bees, no, no. Yeah. I even give you the T's to some extent because you feel like you were trapped in your body. Okay. So I'll say, hey. He's he's feel like he's a woman been trapped in his body his whole life. The bees again. Eh, I don't know. I'm going to try that one. No, <laughs> I see, no, I see your point. But I do think the L's, the G's and the B's are fundamentally making the same argument, which is you can be attracted to something that is not traditional. You might have you might go against the grain on some of these things. Maybe you think everything's great. Maybe you think the opposite sex is great. Maybe you think the same sex is great. But it's all coming down to your well, wait, wait, wait. attraction, right? What you are attracted no, well, no, to, which no, is not. No, it's not because, no, it's not because there's also the other bees. The bestiality bees. No, no. That's a different bee. So that totally completely, bee. otherwise, if that's your case, mm-hmm. then I have to have LGBTQ2 plus IA. And there's not two Bs yet. There's two Qs. Plus, plus. There's no two Bs. What? But I think. What do you mean there's no. What's the second Q? It's queer and. Questioning. Questioning is the other Q, Glenn. How do you not know that? You bastard. So can you tell me what the difference is between queer and the L's and the G's? Uh, uh, I can ask ChatGPT that and see what it says. Uh, how about that? Because that, I don't really know. I think that's great. What's I will bet you that ChatGPT has been waiting for that question. Queer. It's like I've got all this code that nobody's asked me about yet. <laughs> right. We'll get to that answer here in just mm. a second. First, let me tell you about our sponsor. You know where I come from. We love all the five G's, okay? Not just the L's, but the G's, we love them. God, gold, guns, good ranchers, and Gene Roddenberry. Um, I, I don't want to go off on a tangent here about how much Texans seem to love Star Trek, but good ranchers, oh boy, nothing better than the best quality meat in a locked-in price, I'll tell you that. Especially when you know it comes from one of the farmers, one of the ranchers right down the street. Good old USA, I tell you. Go USA. By the way, don't keep talking in any of that 
you know, funny kind of talk. You're an American now. Speak American. Uh, 85% of grass-fed beef is imported from overseas, but not with good ranchers. Damn right, USA. Kicking some butt. If you want chicken, beef, I don't know if they do pork because I just don't know. That trans person was, you know, Debbie, Demi, whatever her name was. She was talking about pigs, and I don't know. I don't know the answer on Good Ranchers. But if you order right now, you're going to save a buttload of money. I want you to go to GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK. You're going to save $30 of any box, and you'll feel good about the 100% American beef. Damn right. And one other thing, you'll lock in your price. Good Ranchers. GoodRanchers.com. Go there now. Use my promo code BECK. Save 30 bucks. GoodRanchers.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, so we're talking about LGBTQ, two I, IA two plus whatever it is, um, and I'm just trying to get um, some simple answers. Uh, and that is, well, my latest question is, what is Q? I know it's queer, but wasn't queer a slur mm. against gay people? Yes, in fact. So if I'm an L or a G, aren't I really upset with the Qs? Because they're taking a slur and owning it. And they're not even an L or a G. Up until like two weeks ago, that was the right position. But no longer the right position, Glenn. And okay, our right. AI overlords have an answer for us. What is the difference between gay and queer? Gay and queer are both terms used within the LGBTQ plus community. They left out a lot of stuff there. But they have different connotations and uses. Gay, this term, is primarily used to refer to people who are attracted to individuals of the same sex. Queer, mm -hmm. historically queer, was used as a derogatory term for people who were perceived to deviate from the norms in terms of gender or sexuality. However, it has been reclaimed by many in the LGBTQ plus community is now used as a more inclusive and expansive and expansive way. Queer can be an umbrella term for anyone who isn't cisgender. So basically, queer well, covers wait. everything else other than boring straight people. Uh, so then why do we need the IA2++ plus plus Just stuff. make it the Q community. But Q was taken on by the QAnon right, that's people. An so now you can't figure out if they're the QAnon right. people or if they're queer. This is the this is apparently where I mean, we are in our world. I, we're living in very interesting times. Mm. I'll tell you why that matters. And we get into Joe Biden's son, whom he's very, very proud of, live from St. George. Coming up in just a minute. I want to talk to you about uh, Jace Medical. I met the guys behind Jace Medical, uh, the actual owners of Jace Medical, I think, uh, for the first time yesterday. They were here because they're actually helping out on our uh, museum. There's so many great volunteers. Jace Medical is, we speak the same kind of language. Um, if you're a if you're a prepper at all, one of the things I have struggled with, and I bet you have, is 
if I'm taking heart medicine or blood pressure medicine or somebody in the family needs an antidepressant, what happens if there's a supply chain breakdown? Jace Medical is there. I want you to go to jacemedical.com. That's jacemedical, J-A-S-E, medical.com. Enter the promo code back if you do check out um, and uh, you're buying something. But I, I will tell you, they can give you a year's supply of all of your essential meds and prescriptions. A year's supply, jacemedical.com. Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mm. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. We've got a lot uh, to report. We're going to talk about Hunter Biden, and there's some really good news that is happening in, on several different fronts. You, it may not feel like it, but you are making great progress and headway, and I think things are turning a corner. We'll get to that coming up in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about Goldline. Um, after the third largest bank collapse in history just a couple of months ago, the Fed rapidly increased their interest rates to combat transitory inflation. But Jerome Powell, who's the president of the Fed, indicated the following. Not only are there two more rate hikes coming this year, but the possibility of cutting rates is at least a couple of years away. How many more banks will collapse when the two next rate hikes are implemented? Uh, there's problems, and they don't have any idea what they're doing other than modern monetary theory. That's going to work to debase your dollar and the value of everything you worked hard for and saved. All of it is at risk right now. This is not right for everyone to invest in gold or silver. I personally, I can't imagine how it's not. Um, if you are somebody that believes the dollar is collapsing um, because it's uh, it's where the world always runs. Go to Goldline. Find out if it's right for you and your family. This week, Goldline has reinstated their Mayflower special coin I helped design with every one, uh, one quarter ounce gold Mayflower purchased. You're going to receive the one ounce silver and copper Mayflower coins at no additional charge. That's a really good deal. Get all three medals just when you purchase the quarter ounce gold. Do it now before they sell out. Inquire, find out if it's right for you, and do your own homework at 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. So we were just talking about the LGBTQ, and I was questioning what the Q is, and that's actually the second one questioning. Stu, 
are you am I covered as a cue because I'm questioning what all of this stuff means because I'm questioning or do you have to be questioning something else specific if you'd like to be included in the Q community um we can make that happen if that's what you're desiring here i think that there no i really don't it seems like you do you're questioning and if you question it no uh usually you either well if you go in questioning and you don't want to be and they hold you and they say you say Shh, don't tell anybody are you part of QAnon? <laughs> it's a good that's the i don't know that, that there's a, I don't know if there's overlap mm-hmm. here. There's a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. Mm, I, I found it fascinating to watch this all play out because it, it seems like every two minutes they change the rules. Uh, every two minutes they say something that they said the opposite of yesterday. The very basic fundamental huh. argument they're making, for example, with gender is that, of mm-hmm. course, it's mm-hmm. the most important thing about a person, right? Like they come up with these acronyms, they right. discuss it uh, mm-hmm. ad nauseum because it's so incredibly vital. But at the same time, mm-hmm. if you judge anything based on gender, if you notice there's a difference between the genders, then you're all evil. So it's both the most and least important thing. Uh, mm. both at the same time, which is kind of difficult. Sense. For, it's consistent. It's con- I will say it's consistent with the philosophy that behind it, which is essentially just causing chaos, right? Like, I, May I say it is consistent inconsistency. Yes, it is. I mean, that's all that needed to be said. And it's, it's consistent <laughs> so, with what you talked about years ago, Glenn, with postmodernism and, the, and what a big part of, mm-hmm. uh, of the equation that is. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, watching that battle play out is fascinating Mm. because you realize there is a real difference between the lgb and the t right there there is a fundamental major difference here several of them um you know first of all what the l the g and the b are fundamentally asking us to do is accept a true statement right they are asking us if let's just say glenn you came out of the closet today glenn by the way everybody to our audience is a g today uh he glenn the g well, stands I'm, for glenn I, and gay no mm-hmm. no i am questioning <laughs> okay. so i'm a q no. but if i'm in the closet i'm q anon right which i'm not <laughs> no, which it's a different one you're not you're none of the q's as far as i know <laughs> um but okay. if you came out as gay what you would be uh-huh. saying to the world you, Glenn Beck, just love the dudes. You're a big fan of the dudes. Mm. Want to hang out with the dudes. We got it. Want to do lots of stuff we with the dudes. got it. Okay? That's right. what you would mm. be saying. And that would be true. You would actually like the dudes in this scenario. Right? You would be acting on that and would be able uh, I, to to be able to prove what? that as true. It is true that no, Glenn likes the dudes. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Stu is trying to get me to say something. (laughs) I've worked with him for almost 30 years. He's trying to get me to say something Uh uh, that uh, he can then take out of context and play. So I'm I'm not playing any of those games. Well, first of all, I I do have a lot of shows to fill on a daily basis. So, yes, that was part (laughs) of the equation. The other part of the equation is my other thought was, do I just personalize this and say this about myself? And I said, no, because then Glenn will take it out of context and use it for his purposes. That is is, horrifying that you would believe I would do something like that. That is it is. I thought we were friends, too. Right. So my point here is that if someone (laughs) is a G or an L 
or a B. That is something that is true. They are actually attracted. That's what they want to do with their time. Okay? The Mm -hmm. T is asking us to essentially go along with something that is not true. They are saying they are a man, but they are actually a woman. They are asking us to accept a lie. The opposite of what the L, the G, and the B are doing. They're asking us to accept something true. Well, Maybe something that's out of the step of traditional uh, patterns of uh, human relations, mm-hmm. but something that is actually true. The T's are asking us to accept something that is not true. And that is why so many people, at least one of the reasons why, so many people have a problem with this. And a lot of the L's, the G's, and the B's have a problem with it. Because the L's, the G's, and the B's are saying something that is true. The T's are not. This really hurts my head okay? because I, I was struggling. I was struggling with some news on uh, The Flash, the movie. Okay. And Ezra M- Miller, mm-hmm. who is referred to in article after article as them, and oh, they made, they starred, and I'm like, I can't. How many people wait. starred? What? So, <laughs> so that it, we're talking about Ezra Miller, right? I mean, he was the they that made the movie correct am i right he's also some sort of a serial uh criminal and he's been credibly charged uh or accused of being i guess a non-binary child groomer Hmm. now again i go back to the greedy thing on the bees bisexual no you can't choose anyone but, but, you have to live like the rest of us and narrow it down to half the population. Okay? I don't think that's true. No, no, mm. you have to narrow it down. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So is that nine on non-binary too? When you're non-binary, that means. It's another umbrella term. I think non-binary just means you do not fit the traditional binary of okay. m- male, female, gay, straight, I guess would be maybe included. I don't okay. know. Okay. okay. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. So, so go is, ahead. There's it, more. Yeah, there's more because the end <laughs> of this definition, we asked last hour, we asked uh, our AI overlords, what's the difference between gay and queer? And mm-hmm. they end it this way. However, it's important to note that language use can be personal and can differ from person to person. Now, that is no. absolutely, of course, no, can't. the way our world works right now. Right. People just Mm -hmm. use the words however they want to use the words. But that's not the fundamental use of language. That's not the way it's supposed to work. The reason we have a language is that we can share concepts together. We're supposed to understand that white is a light color and black is a dark color because those words signify. If we just start calling dark colors white, then there's no way to communicate with each other. And that's what's happening here. People are just using these words however they want to, as if they don't mean anything. This this reminds me of a story I heard a long time ago. I can't remember. Uh, oh, it happened in Babel. Okay. Oh, they were building a tower, oh, yeah. and God, to protect the people, he made sure none of them spoke the same language. And so they could no longer build anything or work together. Isn't that Mm. weird? It's almost like that's happening intentionally right now. Huh. 
it's amazing. And I don't think the T thing is going to work out well, honestly, for the, the, the left is just embracing this as if it's, you know, no one, it's not going to be thousands of years it's, of it's, this is not reality. And then last week we were decided, we were all told that not only do we have to change, but you're hateful if you don't completely accept and understand every aspect of this. That's not what societies do. And we're seeing this in, in the left voting blocks, right? Where they're, there are large chunks of the population who might agree with the higher taxes and bigger social programs and all those things, looking at this stuff, the woke stuff, and saying, wait a minute, that's not me at all. We're seeing movement and minority communities that traditionally vote heavily Democrat uh, starting to come over I to would lo- the right. I would really like to talk to gay people. I mean, we have, we have people that we work with that I've hired that are gay and worked sure. for me for years. And... Uh, they said that in the gay community, if I if I I don't want to misquote, but it's uh, the gay community should be a lot more upset outwardly hmm. uh, and let people know. Wait a minute, this is crazy. We've gone into crazy town now, um, and it's it's really hurting all of it, all of it. It's, yeah. it's 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 when you made rape, you know, words like, hey, you're hot. Oh, my gosh. He raped me. No, he didn't. And you're destroying the the understanding of what rape really is and diminishing it. Mm. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think, you know, obviously the polls all show that people over time have come along to, uh, you know, gay marriage and all sorts of things that they didn't like years and years and years ago and the the fundamental arguments that won that argument you could say for the l the g and the b it were two things one you brought up before we're born this way right that was something that was i think compelling to people whether you believe that or not a lot of people were compelled by that argument to say okay well if you were born that way then how can i say anything about that and so correct which is the it's exact opposite argument the t's are making Right. They're saying the way I was born was wrong. The way I was born was it's almost like a conversion therapy argument. Right. It's the reverse of the gay argument. They're saying I what I had was wrong and I need to be fixed. It's the exact opposite of born this way. And the other part of this was um, a sort of a libertarian argument. Mm. How does this affect you? If, if I want to get married uh, or if Glenn's going to get married to his uh, gay spouse, how does that affect you? And I'm not being very careful. Uh, How does that affect you? And a lot of people said, well, I guess that's your thing. You do your thing. And that doesn't affect me. When it comes to a a transgendered pride parade walking down the street saying, we're here, we're coming for your children. That takes the whole argument of, well, it's just their thing. They can do it. It doesn't affect me. Takes that off the table. And the fact that they keep going Correct. down this road over and over again is not endearing them to the American people. Uh, unlike something like the, you know, the old Ellen argument, which was like, hey, we're nice people. We're funny. We're cool. We're here with you. We're doing we're our thing. We're just like you. We're just like you. That's right. a totally different argument than Correct. the one they're pursuing today. So I'm going to show you where this ends. Uh, we'll do this here in just 60 seconds first to celebrate the launch of the new American history book. Uh, For kids, the Tuttle Twins wants to send you and your family to Boston 
for a historic vacation that you're never going to forget. The Tuttle Twins are on a mission to help families learn from history. If we could just understand the stories and the ideas that made America special, we'll know how important it is to preserve our freedoms and our opportunities and those principles that we value that built the best things in America. Most textbooks don't teach these ideas to kids, but the Tuttle Twins American history books do. They just came out with their second volume. They're really good. Kids love them. Uh, and they'll come away with a real appreciation of the ideas that made America. So make America's founding come to life with no hidden agendas or disrespect for our country's origins. But the truth to celebrate the release of this new book, the Tuttle Twins are giving one family vacation getaway to visit the historic sites around Boston. So go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com to order TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You can order the book, get entry information and official rules for the vacation getaway. No purchase is necessary. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Ten seconds, station ID. So I want to. I want you to listen to a uh, a couple of sermons here, pastors. There's been a few conferences that have happened in the Christian world, and let me just give you some of, uh, some of their words. The decay of the family and the decay of the state are inseparable. By natural and sacred design, the family is the basis of the state. But when the foundation stones are hollowed out and crumble, then the entire building is threatened. Without exaggeration, one can describe the problem of the family as the most acute social problem of the day. Would you agree with that? The most acute social problem of the day. Is the decay of the family. I think because so, that is yeah. I mean, I'm trying basis. to think if there's anything yeah. that would compete okay. with it, but that's certainly the core of it. Okay, so this was given um, at a, a Christian marital and family life conference in 1929 in the Weimar Republic. Now listen to the rest of this. This is coming from the book of Weimar Germany, Promise and Tragedy. The sharp decline in the birth rate, the scandalous number of abortions, and the rapid increase in, in the incidence of venereal diseases were fearsome signs. In some areas of Germany, Protestants charged, premarital sex had become the new moral standard. The unblemished beginning of marriage was an exception. Even the birth out of a child, uh, birth of a child out of wedlock, was no longer seen as a problem or a sin. Social order, once so firmly constructed, this is a quote, had weakened, has weakened and shattered, greatly endangering the protection and the dignity of the female sex. The sense of honor and responsibility that defines the male sex. So they're saying, look, males, males, you know, they'll mate with anything. And uh, females need to be protected from the just the guys that will just go have sex with anything. And don't, they don't look back and think twice. Okay. Women, it means something different to them. That's what they were saying at this time. So it goes on. What caused this moral crisis? Radical socialism 
and radical individualism, both encapsulated in the republic, according to church leaders. So listen to that. Radical individualism and radical socialism. Those are polar opposites, but that's what's happening today. Everyone is looking at the collective. The state is pushing the collective. At the same time, they're saying some people, radical individualism, they can do and be whatever they want. If you're a bunny rabbit today, you can be a bunny rabbit. Well, why? Is that the best thing for the collective? Is that that might be good for the individual? But is it the best thing for the collective? These things go to polar opposites. You can't have a society that is extremist on individualism and extremist on collectivism. It doesn't work. But doesn't that sound exactly like we're doing today? When you're describing that sex had become, uh, premarital sex had become a new moral standard, we're much deeper than premarital sex. We, we, there is no meaning or age where sex isn't appropriate now. There's a lot more to this, and I want to share it coming up in just a second, but I don't want to start the next, um, the next point on that um, and then be cut off by the commercial break. By the way, we are in St. George, Utah. I have been here uh, for the last few days. I got here Friday, and we've been, my staff is working longer than I am, but I'm working 16, 18-hour days to get this um, museum up and running. We hope that this will be enjoyed by the now 11,000 people that are coming in the next few days to see this amazing American history museum that we've put together. Uh, Hopefully, if it's a success and they like it, we'd like to put it on the road full time and maybe bring it to your town. Just tweet out uh, the American Journey Experience Tell us if you want us to come to your the town. The Glenn Beck Program. The soul of our nation lays in tatters as we continue to endure the scourge of abortion. I don't know if you saw the stat, but uh, abortion has only been reduced by 3% in the last year. We have a lot of work to do. And instead of just preaching, it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. Why don't we look at the women who are going into these clinics? Why do they do this? I don't think the majority is because they want to celebrate an abortion. I think it's because they feel trapped and they don't know what else to do. And so the thing that we all do is avoid looking at the issue. We need to understand that and we need to help them see other options. And that means not just, hey, give birth and you can do it. It's being there. That's what the Ministry of Preborn does. They, they let mom see their baby through an ultrasound and they're there for them up to two and a half years after. Dial pound 250. Be a part of this. Say keyword baby, make a donation. Preborn.com slash Beck. Pound 250 keyword baby. Sponsored by Preborn. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks off Blaze TV.
This is the Glenn Beck program. We're live in St. George, Utah, in uh, in Washington County, uh, Utah. This is um, just a great place. This we're we're here at the the gateway of Zion National Park and Bryce Canyon and Monument Valley. It is a beautiful place, and it's full of red rock, and has been a great place to you know vacation or you know, uh, retire to for a long time. This is retirement, great medical facilities here. Um, but it has become the fastest growing county in America now. Uh, and that happened because of COVID. And uh, people were looking for places to go. And now, I mean, I, I'm always so stupid when it comes to buying houses. I almost bought a house here like five years ago. because I just, I love this community. And I didn't, of course not, because now they're worth five times what they were. Um, but I, I really think this, in all of the best ways, is going to become the next Phoenix. It's going to have a population explosion. It already is. And it's just going to keep growing. And the county knows that. And they're doing something. They're getting ahead of things. And I highly recommend that you do this as well in your own community. Um, they are planting the flag deep um, into the American principles. Um, and for instance, this week, I think they've declared it Liberty Week. Um, and that's what we're here um, uh, for, is, is to really showcase a community that is making liberty their, um, their, their cornerstone. And so in front of the building where our museum is in, it's in a it's in a county building they just built, and we take one whole floor of it. It's 12,000 square feet. And uh, inside, um, we have the museum. We also have the county counselors who are amazing. They don't necessarily all agree on everything, but they are all in lockstep on one thing, and that is the principles this city was founded on and uh, is ruled by, and it, is, it kills me that this is extremist, but they are dedicating uh, the Ten Commandments. They're putting the Ten Commandments in stone uh, right, you know, I think it's in front of the, the county building, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, Ten Commandments, the Pledge of Allegiance, and the Bill of Rights. And that's controversial. In most cities, it would be. It's not here. Putting the Bill of Rights should never be controversial. Those are the rights that we all used to agree on. And we don't anymore because we don't agree on anything. We can barely speak to one another and understand each other because, uh, you know, we're being scattered intentionally. And language is changing, and they say values are changing, but I don't think values are. I think it's just that things like the Bill of Rights have been made unpopular. Instead of being taught, they have just been branded as racist or whatever. They are the rights of all men, all women. Not, not fur, furries. Uh, if you're a furry, I don't think those rights uh, go to you. But that's because you're not a man or a woman, you know. So anyway, um, I, so I've been reading this book on the Weimar Republic, and I'm reading it because I think there is a great lesson to learn. 
Weimar Republic became uber socialist and also at the same time uber individualistic. And it was celebrated uh, as this wonderful new city of Berlin and wonderful hope. It's what Cabaret, that old movie is about, um, is about the decadence of the Weimar Republic. And that movie is way toned down compared to what uh, Weimar really was in Berlin really was. This is the place that did the first trans surgery. They did it on a man in the museum. We have a photo of him. He died um, because, you know, the uh, the doctor of the day, the, the one that was doing the surgery and really pushing it uh, at the uh, sexology clinic, um, uh, just decided to stuff a uterus in a man. Um, his body rejected that, um, but they were close. Anyway, uh, everything started to go downhill just the way it is now. And the churches began to be um, very concerned. But remember, the churches, many of them, had become participants in socialism. And so they were looking for somebody to help them. And first they started themselves. First, they were saying, we got we to gotta get traditional marriage back. We have to stop with this trans stuff. It's killing our kids. Pedophilia was starting to creep in. Um, there were underage known, and they just look the other way, known child prostitutes on the streets where you could just go get it and nobody did anything. And uh, the Germans had enough of them, at least the Christian, the ones who are still calling themselves Christian uh, Germans. Many of those churches had gone dark already because they had been infiltrated by national socialists. So what happens? Well, I want to just give you... Uh, Give you a little bit. Um, the churches built new organizations. This is from Weimar, Germany, the uh, book. Uh, the churches built brand new organizations, parties, associations, publishing houses, paramilitary bands, and began to promote a new violent brand of politics, uh, which contributed greatly to the frenetic, chaotic quality of Weimar. Uh, in, ultimately, Weimar's opponents, the established conservatives and the radical right, would come together in a grand coalition under the rubric, rubric of not the Nazi party. It would destroy the republic and all the opportunities it had offered. Uh, it goes on. How they got together is they were stronger together. Uh, and people became confused and they were like somebody's got to make this stop so the churches that had already become socialist now start to preach moral and start to stand up because the family was under attack and because they're socialist they become nationalistic national socialists this is what the Biden administration is saying is happening. I don't see it myself, but I do see the recipe for it. And we have to be informed enough to know history 
and understand what we could easily be facing. And quite honestly, it's why I think the gay community needs to come out and say enough is enough. Pedophilia is is not part of the deal. Pedophilia is not a part of being gay or lesbian. Pedophilia is wrong. And we're not going to allow these organizations that are, you know, stirring the pot for LGBTQ plus 2IA, whatever it is. Stop it. Not in my name. Pedophilia and this extremist uh, idea of we're coming in to get your children in schools is beyond pale. It is it's death to our society. And if people don't stand up, you're going to have these seeds watered. And I warn the churches, I warn you, and I warn the gay community. This is something we should all take seriously and work together. Because what does a pendulum do? A pendulum like in a clock, goes back and forth, back and forth. And if it's in a clock, it's regulated. They used to say regulator, and it was regulated on the clock. So it swings a certain amount each time. That way, time is consistent, but it swings both ways. However, if you've ever seen or played with a pendulum, if you are only on one side and you're pushing on in one direction not the other it starts to swing hard and it goes higher and then if somebody pushes it from that elevation pushes it back it goes higher on the right and the person on the right shoves it down and it goes higher on the left and that's what's happening it gets out of control until as it always does Somebody grabs the pendulum and says, it's stopping here. But let's say no one stops it here. You cannot keep pushing from the extremes. You must take a stand. And I mean that on both sides. We saw this with these Nazis. I think they were probably FBI. But these Nazi people going in and trying to infiltrate uh, a gathering of patriots and they immediately turned on them and said get out and they turned them away now whether that's because they're nazis or spies i don't know but the point was you have no place here because you are saying at least you're nazis it's bad enough if you are if you're saying it it's the same deal we don't want Nazis or those who claim to be Nazis anywhere near us. That is making sure that the pendulum is not pushed more. If the FBI was trying to infiltrate, it was because they wanted people to see it and go, oh my gosh, they are Nazis, which would push that pendulum further up into the left. And then... It's going to come back and, and, and swing the other way, just like it did in Weimar. 
if you are a gay person, lesbian, whatever, and you understand the family values, you understand you were born this way, you know, you probably spent many years in, as a child not wanting to be that. I understand that. It, nobody wants to be a pariah. Okay. I get that. I understand that. I've never been against gay marriage because I'm a libertarian. The government has no place in it. Just don't tell my church who to marry and how to marry people. And I'm not going to tell your church or, you know, your whatever, whatever one you want to use to get married. I have no business in that. I feel bad that one of my heroes, Bruce Jenner, felt the way he felt his entire life. That kills me. He was a hero of mine as a child. And he was struggling like that the whole time? I have ultimate compassion for him. So where are those people standing up? Bruce Jenner is. Where are those people as a group standing up in their own community saying, enough, enough, stop this. Just like the conservatives did when Nazis showed up. Stop this. You are not part of us. We want nothing to do with you. Because you are radical extremists that will mean the death of anybody trying to come back together. It's time to start reminding uh, the left Instead of just rejecting them, instead of just yelling about them, it is time we start encouraging them to come back to sanity. You don't have to agree on everything, but just stop your extremists as we stop our extremists. And by the way, I don't actually think that the Nazi party is on the right, seeing that they are socialists. You know, Stu, we should have the, uh, the leader of the Nazi party on. Oh, there's a sentence I never thought I'd say. Um, only four, and we're going to take a break real quick um, so you can comment on the other side. Only because I'd like to ask him what we have in common. I'd like to ask his views on the Constitution. I'd like to ask his views on the Bill of Rights. I'd like to ask his views about gay marriage. I'd like to ask all kinds of things. Because he's not going to be a conservative. I'd like to ask his views on socialism and individualism. Mm -hmm. Let's get him on the record. Uh, more in just a second. First, let me tell you about Cheryl, who wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She said, I was actually skeptical that this would have any effect on my dogs. However, the difference is unbelievable. I ordered this when my 11-year-old dog had to have surgery and wasn't doing well. Within a week's time, she was playing like a puppy, and I'm amazed at how much better both of my dogs' digestion has been as well. Thank you, Rough Greens. Well, thank you. Thanks for writing in. Tell me about your dog. I am so glad that your dog liked Rough Greens and is, uh, you're seeing benefits. Uno was with me on these 18-hour days, and he's starting to slow down so much. And for the very first time, it could be the concrete 
that we're both walking on and, and well, he's laying on uh, that made his hips a little sore, but uh, he's slowing down. And I hate to see that in an 11 year old shepherd. He has been so healthy, I think, because of, of rough greens. And I thank them for what I believe helped him have a better and happier and, and healthier life. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens just to try out with your dog. You pay just for shipping. First bag is free at roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, you sick freak. Well, I think we've covered everything, Stu. I, you know, we uh, we covered the L, the G, the B, the Q, the double Q, the QAnon. Uh, and uh, we didn't get to two-spirit people. We didn't get there. Tomorrow. But we did invite the head of the Nazi party to <laughs> no, we uh, be a guest at some point. The Glenn Not official. Uh, program. <laughs> 